Welcome back to Home Inspector Training for home inspectors or wannabe home inspectors. Uh, I'm Garth Haslam, the home medic. This segment, I want to talk about chimney flues. Now, we've done a previous uh, set of segments on other chimney inspection points. You need to know those as well. Be aware that, of course, listening to me uh, as, uh, as entertaining as I am, this brings you to a basic level of inspection capability. Uh, please don't consider it to be the, the encyclopedia of all knowledge. You're going to want to still go further. And as always, I'll, I'll explain to you how you can get further information on this at the end of the segment. So flus uh, this time, and some of this is going to be a review of what, is other, what has been uh, alluded to on, in earlier segments. But I want to tie it all together directly to flus themselves. So imagine yourself now. You're up on the roof. You've gotten up there safely. Um, you may or may not have the buyer there with you if he gets up there safely. And now you're looking at the chimney flues. Quite often you'll have a chimney with maybe two or three flues and only one of them is active. Um, if so, you want to make sure that the, those that are inactive have been filled in, um, usually with concrete so that, uh, you're not, so they don't become little ponds of water or, uh, nests for raccoons and birds or what have you. If it's, if, if there is a, uh, a flu that is, that is not used, it needs to be filled in, um, now, similarly, you want to sometimes you'll have a flue be made out of clay, <clears throat> and if so, or regardless of what it is made out of, uh, you want to make sure that it is solid and tight. Uh, quite often, with time, decades come and go, weather, uh, you'll get those flues, especially on the top side, that are cracked and worn, and maybe they're in two or three pieces. If so, you need to note that in part as part of the report. That flu is uh, is designed to to do what it does, and if it's broken in any way, uh, your safety level or the safety level of your clients is going to drop dramatically. So you want to take a look at those flus and see what's going on. You want to pay attention to any creosote, and of course, as you're looking at uh, at the flus, you want to look at the top or from the top side if you can safely. And uh, when you're inside the house, if you can get in there from the bottom side, you're more likely to have creosote there. Now, I talked about that earlier. Creosote can relight after it is deposited on the flu. And if it does so, now you've got a flu that is on fire and you totally can't control that. Um, that needs to be addressed and as part of your report. The, uh, the flu cap... Um, Quite often, homeowners will find that they are getting critters into the uh, into the chimney and the flue, and you you kind of have a choose your poison sort of a moment here. Either one, you have to accept the fact that there's critters inside there, and that is not something that anybody should ever accept because they're dangerous in a thousand ways. Or your second choice would be to put some sort of a cap over there. If you if you do the cap and it gets blocked, everybody in the house dies. So you want to make sure that it is a uh, it is a quality cap, um, one that is uh, the best ones are the wire mesh boxes that provide plenty of space for the uh, the carbon monoxide laden air to escape, 
and at the same time prevent critters from being able to get in. Um, you can have, I have actually seen one home where, you know, I guess, and this was in an older area, somebody had decided that they were tired of having the uh, the chimney and the flue there. So they went up to the second story and um, and they started chipping away at the at the chimney there on the second story room. And that was great. They were making good progress, I can only guess, when they realized all of a sudden that um, there was chimney flue above them. They hadn't removed the stuff above yet. They were cutting out the uh, the masonry that was easy and then they realized they were about to get caved in on by all of the chimney that was still above them that was less easy to get to. So uh, what did they do? Rather than do the right thing and go start at the top side, they braced the space that they had cut out with a two-by-four and walked away. Now, this was great until the bats found out that this area was, was there and they turned this into their own little bat cave. The bats went down through the chimney flue and down into the space that had been cut out, and then they actually uh, nested on the ceiling of this upstairs second-floor bedroom. And um, apparently they had done so for quite some time because by the time I got there as the home inspector, the guano, the bat poop, was far and wide, and the place smelled like, kind of like you'd expect a bat cave to look like. So bats can find their way in, and uh, you want to make sure that they that they're, uh, don't have a way in, either to, the, of course, the living space or the, um, the attic through an improper or damaged flu. You can get snakes up there. I do have a story of, um, of a buddy who, he was in an attic, and he saw where snakes were getting in from, from around the, uh, the chimney and flue area. Birds, of course, uh, appreciate a nice, a nice flue entry because then they can nest uh, unimpeded by, by predators. Uh, the, the downside to that, of course, is now you have uh, the homeowner has birds in his attic and they're getting uh, peed on. I actually saw one location where there was enough birds that the urine was keeping the walls wet enough to support a termite colony. Now, this is in a dry area that I inspect in, so termites don't come naturally. You have to actually have water, a water source inside the walls, and in this case, that water source was bird urine. So you want to make sure as you're looking at your your flu uh, itself to, to see how raccoon-proof it may be or rat-proof or mouse-proof or whatever the case may be to uh, make sure that you are good there and that the client is safe. The more information you can give them, the more value you can provide for them. Um, the more return phone calls you're going to get, the more referrals. And uh, frankly, you're, if you just happen to miss something, and we all do, but they can tell that you did a good job in, for example, maybe this flu area, they might just be perhaps a little bit more forgiving of whatever you did miss. A lot to be said for doing the very best job you can every time. You don't get those 3 a.m. phone calls from some angry, angry person who wants to sue you. So, um, to, to just summarize everything in this uh, chimney category, you've got flashing you want to pay attention to. You've got the cricket, which is a flow diverter, which forces water around the chimney. 
you got your chimney cap, which needs to be solid and in good condition, and it forces water again to flow where you want it to go and to not go where where you don't want it to go, which is basically into the attic and the living space. You want to make sure that there is nothing that is combustible that could burn in or around your chimney. Uh, if those sorts of things are available, they need to be written up. And the client needs to understand very clearly that that cannot be allowed to last even for one day. If there's blocks, meaning anything that prevents air from going into the chimney, then that needs to be addressed, or out of the chimney, I mean, then that needs to be addressed as well. The, uh, the carbon monoxide needs to be very reliable in its ability to exit so that uh, nobody dies inside the house. Masonry and mortar need to be in good shape. If not, that needs to be written up. Fire prevention. Um, you don't want to have uh, the house burned down just because somebody started a fire in the, in the fireplace. You want to make sure that you're protecting them from that. And finally, the flu itself also needs to be in good condition, not covered with creosote. And you need to have a flu cap on there pretty much anywhere, but especially where critters might be around. More information, of course, uh, homemedicusa.com, notchi.org. Good site for, for all sorts of those, uh, those kinds of issues. Do your homework. Serve people well. They'll take care of you if you take care of them. And happy house inspecting.